Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A commercial-free celebration Wednesday on the home of the king, 710 ESPN. Little after 3 p.m. in the Southland, 302 minutes we've done commercial-free, 18,120 seconds. And with that, take it away, Mason and Ireland. All right, uh, we welcome to the show Hall of Famer Bob McAdoo. Bob, thanks a lot for coming on, man. How are you? I'm doing fine. How about you? Well, we're doing great, Bob, and we appreciate you coming on. You were the honorary captain for the Lakers last night, and, of course, you had ties to both guys. You played with Kareem, you competed against Kareem, and then you went to work for Pat Riley in Miami and you coached LeBron. What was that like for you to be there and be on the court and be a part of that last night? Well, it was it was great. Uh, you know, I, I had a chance to meet with LeBron before the game and I told him, I said, you got you to gotta do this tonight because I won't be able to stay <laughs> for a hockey game, you know, and you know, he did it. I was happy that I was there to witness history. Uh, not only did I play and coach those guys, I happened to be there when uh, Kareem uh, made history when he went past Wilt Chamberlain. Right, in Las Vegas. Yeah, in Las Vegas. I was on the court and uh, when he hit the hook shot. And I happened to be here when LeBron hit the step back jumper it's, you know it's just fantastic being able to be in the building with both of those guys when you were there with kareem and when he broke the record could you ever have imagined that somebody would surpass that no you never would have thought that but you know the the, the game changed uh you know lebron was able to do it because of you know he came in out of high school he had a four-year head start he had the three-point line, and most of all, he had the durability because the only way you were going to beat Kareem is you, you had to have durability to play at least 18 to 20 years to do that. Uh, Bob McAdoo is our guest, Hall of Famer, and for people who don't know, Bob was one of the elite players in the NBA in the 70s, and when Kareem didn't win the MVP in 1975, it went to Bob. And Bob, let me talk to you about when you competed against Kareem. What was it like trying to stop him from scoring? Virtually impossible. (laughs) (laughs) He had that uh, devastating hook shot, which nobody could block. uh, And we didn't double team as much as players, as teams do now. You know, you had to handle people on your own. The only saving grace that I had was, you know, when he hit 35 or 36, I had 36 to 40 also to, right. to kind of stabilize him. So, uh, you know, neither one of us could stop each other. So, it, but, but his his shot probably to me is the most devastating shot I've ever seen in the NBA period. Now, LeBron did not have a signature shot. By the time you guys coached him in Miami, he had a complete game, but he could score from all over the floor. He could shoot threes. He may be the best open court player ever. Um 
Why do you think LeBron was the one? You talked about durability, but what about LeBron's offensive game has allowed him to score 38,000 points? Well, the thing that was unique about LeBron is he was 6'8". He could handle the ball like a guard. That was the main thing. If you can get to where you want to go on the court like a guard, you know, that's that's half the battle right there because most guys uh, back in the day, that was 6'8", they could not handle the ball like LeBron. You know, LeBron, and like you said, open court, he's probably the best in the business in the open court. You know, you're either going to foul him or he's either you know, he's either going to score. And then you had the three-point line that came in with me after I was in the league about nine or ten years. We didn't have that option, you know, back in the day. Uh, he made, I think I saw on TV where he made, 2,000 and some threes to Kareem's one. I mean, that that helped build up the points also. So now we live in a three-point era, as you mentioned. Uh, we've got uh, guys who don't necessarily play. They don't play 82 games anymore. They, they you know, play. We're lucky if we see 70 games from a guy. Do you Can you imagine, can you contemplate a moment when LeBron's record would be passed? Or is it unbreakable? No, everything is breakable. I mean, I mean, people thought uh, Wilt Chamberlain's record was unbreakable. You know, I mean, people don't even talk about Wilt. I mean, Wilt averaged a triple-double, you know, had 50, averaged 50 points, hit 100 points in the game. Nobody thought that was breakable. But uh, I think Wilt played – I mean, I have to check the records. I think Wilt played 14 years. Uh, Kareem played 20 years. So – that helped him get that record. And then LeBron came in as a 17-, 18-year-old. He was able to uh, gather the years. And, you know, I watched him the way he took care of his body in, in uh, Miami. Uh, he's, he was just a durable guy physically, you know. I mean, and he, I mean he's still going to add points to the total because he can, the way he looks, he can play another two or three years. Uh, we're talking to the great Bob McAdoo, Hall of Famer, who played for the Lakers from 81 to 85. And, Bob, you made a decision at the prime of your career, you were one of the elite players in the NBA, to come to the Lakers and accept a I, – I don't know if this is the right word, but I'll use it – a lesser role. You weren't the featured guy in L.A., and it, and it ended up getting you two championships, 82 and 85. When you look back on that decision – was it the right move? Was it worth it just to get the championships? Or do you look at that time with the Lakers as maybe time where you could have gone somewhere else and been the man? How do you look back at that four-year period? Well, I, I, I had been the man. I, I, I sacrificed, like you said, uh, to come off the bench. Uh, I mean, I didn't like it at the time, but I wasn't going to make any noise or fuss about it because the big picture – was winning a championship. I had, you know, done everything a player could possibly do, you know, with uh, winning MVP. And, by the way, I came in second twice to Kareem for MVP. So, sure. I was almost a three-time MVP. So, uh, like I said, the scoring championship, field goal percentage, I won that. Uh, you know, all-star teams, uh, it, it became bigger than me. I wanted to complete my career. Uh by winning the championship, that's why I accepted my role of coming off the bench. And you're glad you did, looking back? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Interesting. Was, Good uh, for you. Yeah. It was, I, you know, it, it, was, it was a love and hate type thing. I hated coming off the bench, 
but I love winning. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Bob, yeah. last thing for you. I do the Laker games, as you know, with Michael Thompson, who is crazy in a good way, but you played with him. Um, all right, no. all right. Well, that's right. You were gone. You were gone by yeah, the time he came in, but you were just yeah. in Hawaii with him at the Showtime reunion. Were you yeah. ever able, Bob, to get Michael to stop talking? No. <laughs> that's, that's what he does. <laughs> that's all right. We, you know, when we went out to Hawaii, we were just so happy. You know, even though guys played on different teams, we were happy to see everybody. It was, you know, the most fabulous vacation that any of us had ever had. I was glad Magic Genie Bus and Pat Riley put this thing together. And, uh, you know, I hope we can do it again. Uh, and, I mean, I hear people talking. They said we're probably the only team in the league that can possibly do that because, you know, we actually we actually liked each other. You know, we <laughs> hung out with each other. We, we went to movies together. Uh, we, we were just – everybody liked each other. That's why we got along. And, you know, when you look back to, uh, you know, the two years we got to the championship four years in a row, uh, the two years we lost – we had devastating injuries to people, and you know we just didn't have all our firepower together. I mean, it was, but that's the way the game is—injuries. I mean, if we could have stayed healthy, it was it was a possibility of winning four championships in a row. Hey, listen, Bob. Uh, cool to have you part of the moment last night. We appreciate you coming on today. Thanks a lot, man. Okay, thanks for having me. Thank you, Bob. There's uh, the great Bob McAdoo, and coming. You heard him talking a lot about Kareem. Yeah. Coming up next, Kareem did a live interview with SportsCenter that ran moments ago. We'll carry it for you coming up next. Yeah. Um, and I just got this piece of information. I don't know. If, does this sound right? Breaking Twitter down globally. Yeah, we're, oh. we're not breaking. I, well, I just realized that. After I did that, <laughs> I went, why am I breaking in a commercial-free no, no, show? I said, bra- I, I said breaking, meaning is Twitter down? Twitter was down. It's back now. It's back. So there was Shams all- broke Twitter? Yeah, Lakers Twitter broke Twitter. Yeah. Um, all right, Jorge, you got it. Give me, tell me when, tell me when you're ready. Um, so uh, one of the cool things I thought LeBron did last night was when he was given the microphone, he said, "Put your hands together and give a standing ovation to the captain," because this breaking this record meant everything. And and everybody's kind of been wondering what Kareem must have been thinking. Yeah. There were a lot of memes because Kareem's older and he was sitting there, and people said Kareem doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Well, Kareem is. You know, he's he recognizes history. I mean, right. he's written books about history. So uh, moments ago, Sports Center tracked down Kareem, and here's how that sounded. And joining us now on Sports <clears throat> Center is the man who held the NBA's all-time scoring mark for four decades, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, not even 24 hours removed from this record being broken. And I know you wrote on your Substack today, Kareem that it can be hard to translate into words when you're feeling big emotions and expressions, but try your best to describe what you were thinking as you watched LeBron take that fade away for history last night. Well, I was uh, hoping that it went in <laughs> because the, uh, the tension and the suspense was, you know, uh, wearing everybody out. And uh, I was hoping it was going to go in. So that was the primary one. And then... Uh, all of the other things that uh, come from that, uh, the game stops, the uh, fans get to see history being made. So I was proud and uh, there was some melancholy there because it's nice to be known as number one at something. LeBron absolutely 
earned it. He worked very hard for it, and um, he'll be a fitting uh, wearer of the crown. I love that you you mentioned that, the transparency in saying there's a little bit of melancholy because you do want to be the best at something. This is a record that has stood for 40 years, and I know you've moved on from your basketball legacy and you're focused on your social one, but how do you sort of measure the preservation of history and statistics all these years later? As the cliche goes, records are made to be broken, and uh, records give us an idea of uh, where we are in, in terms of development of any anything. Uh, you know, the, the four-minute mile, that was uh, a barrier almost until somebody broke it. For a long time, people say, said that uh, Kareem's uh, scoring record will never, ever be broken. And, you know, it didn't work out that way. It's not supposed to. How did last night's revelry compare to April 5th, 1984, when you broke Wilt Chamberlain's all-time scoring record? When I broke Wilt's record, my family was there. My mom and dad were there. And that really enabled me to uh, share it with close friends and family, you know, the guys on the team that uh, supported me getting it done. Will Chamberlain was not there when you broke his record. Why was it so important that you were in the building to witness in person what LeBron did last night? Well, I think it was important for me to be there because uh, too many people had the idea that I, I disliked LeBron or that I was uh, overly critical of him. And none of that was true. You know, I had a whole lot of admiration and respect for him as, as his career evolved. I have uh, appreciated and respected uh, what LeBron has done on the court and off the court. I mean, off the court, he's been incredible. And, you know, those things that he has done there have uh, made me more proud of him than the things on the court. You know, he's, he's sending a whole school district to college with scholarship money. A whole lot of other things he could be doing with those dollars, but he cares about the people where he came from. You are incredibly reflective. I know you've been so clear that your social legacy is much more important to you than your basketball one. But Kareem, when you look back, what part of your basketball story is the most meaningful to you? Wow, that's difficult. I've, I've, you know, I've enjoyed uh, playing uh, on dominant teams at every level of the, of the game, a game that I love. You need a work ethic to last this long, you know. Ask LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. An absolute icon, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, joining us here on SportsCenter. Thank you so much, Kareem. For your All right, there is uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That yeah. was L. Duncan who did that interview on SportsCenter. It was good. Yeah, it was very good. And, yeah. But, you know, she talked about something. She asked him about something that we haven't talked about yet today. I don't think LeBron gets enough credit for the I Promise school. Mm -hmm. Think about sports in general. Yep. I can only think of one other person who started a school. Jalen Rose. Yeah. It's Jalen Rose and... Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. LeBron. That's it. All right? Andre Agassi had one years ago, but I don't know if it's still going. So, Mace, think about this. He got all his sponsors. Yep. He went into the, and you're from Ohio, he went into the worst part of Akron. Yeah. And found the kids that were, you know, in fourth grade but were reading at a first grade level, the ones that were falling through the system that really had trouble and couldn't afford private school. Yes. And he creates the I Promise School, and he goes to all of his sponsors. He goes to, you know, Beats and Nike and, you know, he's got 50 of them. Yeah. He says, I need all you guys to provide me with either financial support or just product support for these kids. And if you if you go down the rabbit hole of the I Promise School, it is the poorest, least educated kids in the city. And he has basically put them into this program and given them individual, they all get a free bike. They all get free snacks. They all get free food because a lot of them can't afford it. There's after school programs if their parents work. Yep. Um, and it's all paid for. Last night, People made a big deal out of Phil Knight being at the game and sitting next to Bronny, and everybody said, Bronny must be going to Oregon. There's Phil Knight who runs Nike. Yeah. And after the game, Knight pointed out that um, he gave LeBron a bunch of scholarships worth $38,388 a year for four years to college for graduates of the I Promise School. So in other words, four kids each year get paid for all four years of college up to 40 grand 38.8 um and phil knight pays to the college of their choice all four years wow and he just keeps doing stuff like that and if you want to get lebron to open up and smile and talk ask him about the i promise school i the first 10 times i interviewed lebron i said i'm gonna make a point of bringing that up early and often because that's what he's passionate about and he loves talking about it, and he loves me- seeing those kids. And when we go to Cleveland, a bunch of those kids come to the games. But I just think that's an extraordinary legacy to leave, to start a school for people that look like they were just going to go through life uneducated and yeah. saying, all right, we're not only going to get you educated, but we're going to set you up for college. You're not going to have to pay for anything. And we're going to get you through life with a degree and and start you. Know, that's what LeBron's been great at. Like, you look at his best friends. All right. I'm not saying that Rich Paul and Maverick Carter and Randy Mims wouldn't have been successful without LeBron, but what he did is what I would hope I would do if I was absolutely independently rich, lift up my friends and help them. Um, And all he did was he kick-started Maverick Carter, and now Maverick's, you know, one of the most successful businessmen in the country. Rich Paul might be the most successful NBA agent. Randy's been with – Randy came up with the idea for the shop. Yeah, And Randy's been with him every stop of the way. He was with him in Cleveland, with him in Miami. Now he's with him in L.A. And 
that's how I hope I would act if I had LeBron's money, that I would start a school, lift my friends up, help everybody get going. And that's what people don't talk enough about. Well, there's a lot of people that got that money that aren't doing this, that aren't doing right. it, right? I mean, yeah. this is this is an initiative uh, that, that he has started um, – to, to make a real impact on the world. And he has absolutely done that and continues to do that. Um, and like I say, there are not, it's not like there are schools all over the country that are, that are, uh, that are set up by uh, professional athletes. It just doesn't happen. No. And, and he's left a blueprint for anybody else who wants to do this. I think he's going to own a team one day. Yeah. And I bet, you know, Michael Jordan has been a, a, hugely unsuccessful yes, he has. team owner. I, my sense is LeBron's going to be successful because he's he worries about other people. And I, I think that, that he'll he'll get the right people in there if they give him the Vegas franchise or whatever. Yeah. And that'll be a really fun chapter of his life to watch. Uh, by the way, if you're just tuning in, we are in the middle of a commercial-free extravaganza celebration Wednesday. Uh, we are uh, 11 hours all day long, no commercials, in honor of the king who last night surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time NBA scoring record. Uh, and we are going to do Game of Games. We're doing all normal stuff, too. Uh, game of Games is coming up. Jacob and Ronnie's going to come in and play today. Uh, it is his game. That When it's his game, it means I do the game. Not because I'm exchanging information, but I try to do it when Jacob's here. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Wow. You you just said you were giving away information. No, I'm not. I said I'm no not. No wonder I've had away. trouble beating Jacob. That's what I'm saying. Oh. That's when we lose. All right, not Bergman. Giving it away. Let's see what we can do today. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. Google uh -huh. away. Google yeah. away. Nobody people. mentioned it except for you. That was your thing saying that you didn't give it away. No, because I tend to write the game when Jacob's here. I don't give him information, but I write the game when Jacob's here. Yeah, because <laughs> normally I do Mondays and he does Tuesdays, right. and Jacob's in Tuesday. It just Tuesday. got delayed, and Michael picked up a Good day. God. And then Pepe is doing it tomorrow. And then Greg, are you doing it Friday? Or oh yeah, it would either be me or Jorge. So I'm not. I'm not here Friday. So one of you guys got it. Neither one of you are. The best part about when Cappy walks around, when he's here on these days, Cappy. Yep. And he's walking around looking for somebody important to talk to, and yes. nobody's in their offices because a right. lot of them are out of town. Is this your way of saying Cappy's here now? Cappy is here now. Yeah. Okay. But he's just strolling around looking for somebody to talk to, or somebody he can be like, hey. What free things can I get, or what deal can I make? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Cappy's always got a guy. Hey, you want to advertise on the Cappycast? The Cappycast. The Cappycast. San Diego's fourth listen to... Oh, no, <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I don't know. It might be number one. Who knows? Commercial. I don't pay attention to San Diego. Neither do I. Commercial-free celebration Wednesday made possible by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small-batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold or visit tequilamandala.com for details. The, demand the extraordinary and up your game with Tequila Mandala. I hear you're supposed to swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Swipe right. Yeah. On Tequila Mandala. We've got some very nice uh, Tequila Mandala bottles coming in here for when Sedano arrives. Oh, not, well, he's like the, he's Mr. He tequila like Mandala. Mr. Tequila Mandala. He's also one of the most talented broadcasters I've ever worked with. Well, that's your guy. Who else is on the list? Keep. <laughs> right, and that's it. That's the list. No, I, I've told you before. I would put your show up there, except this hour. Except oh, this hour. You're, yeah, no. Bob on. McAdoo was great, and then yeah. you have been going on a downslope since. You, I've not been going. Specifically, on a, what do you mean? I'm you're losing steam. It's Potato. Okay. It's okay. It's commercial free. Uh, right. Where's Parker? The uh, he's not an intern anymore. Where's Parker? Did he slow down the uh, world record and figure out? Oh exactly yeah, tell him. I think Jorge was doing how it. many. Uh, yeah, but it, you guys. 
<laughs> have your fist together for like a while. It doesn't really fist. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I'm, what are you talking about? Yeah. It was constant it's, movement. It was constant yeah. movement. Constant no, no. movement. So, well, no, no, no. Ireland was just... Well, after I realized Mason was just going Aaron Pryor, I st I just kept my fist straight and kept him going. And, and, and then you all were he just had to... tapping them. Yeah, yeah that's legal. Well, that's a fist bump. But his tapping arms is... weren't moving. He didn't after need a to, while. as long as we're f doing the fist bump, it's okay. Hey, can I throw a, d a dilemma at you guys? Okay. Potato. Yeah, that's not the <laughs> dilemma. It's not the potato-potato dilemma key, but thank you. All right, there's a guy at Kentucky basketball games named Doug the Usher. Okay. Yep. He's worked Kentucky games for 19 years. Okay. At a game over the weekend, he was caught on camera. ESPN was televising the game. Yep. And he was caught flipping off Florida fans at a Kentucky home win. So okay. a bunch of Florida fans came in and, and it got kind of excited. And, and he's an usher. And he's an usher and he's, you know, controlling his section. And right. The Florida fans were, and, and he just flips them off. Um, he was promptly fired right away. Kentucky fans on the spot on the spot Kentucky fans want him rehired and just given a warning they think 19 years of service should mean something should should the school rehire this guy so your job is to ush right you're usher. an usher you're an usher <laughs> so it does not involve flipping it the does opponent's not fans involve. off I understand why Kentucky fans would fans would say okay come on but if a red coat flipped off Whoever the Lakers Clipper Daryl Clipper Daryl Yeah Instead would, of punching him Just flipped him <laughs> off Would that Would that red coat Survive it No In this case Because there's a College spirit element To mm -hmm. it I say the guy Should keep his job I'm always looking To give people Second chances Yes I think Doug the Usher Should be given his job back But have to wear mittens that prohibit <laughs> him from sure. using his middle mittens finger individually. Idea. That should be his punishment plan. for the rest of the season, but he keeps his gig. What yeah. do you think? Uh, I am all for that. I mean, honestly, it's easy to get caught up in the moment, although... You flipped, you flipped me off on camera. Remember that? A few months flipped back. Flipped me off last Don't week. Don't recall that. <laughs> there was no camera the day I flipped you off. Was there? Oh. Yeah, with the Niners poncho. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, honestly, that's on, that's on YouTube. I don't care hey, if that's on camera. Hit the, I'm uh, like Doug the Usher. Hit the Seinfeld thing. Okay. Because I got another one for you. We've decided Doug the Usher should keep his gig, yes, right? Yes, Okay, remember Arian Foster? Yeah, Arian Foster, the old running back. All right. He says the NFL is scripted like pro wrestling. Yeah, I've seen this. This is okay. stupid. Yeah. Um. And he says that each player is given their scripts back of the house in the locker room during training camp every year. Um, so it was more like that's what practice was about. It was about practicing the script. This is what goes on. This is what we have to do. WWF. So it's like we know what's going to happen. You still got to put on a show. Now, this guy was a four-time Pro Bowl running back. Um, he and and people now reacting to this like Alvin Kamara tweeted when they handed me the script for our season I almost walked out of the facility. <laughs> this is a terrible script. Uh, Robert Griffin then uh, sent out a meme of a guy receiving a script and acting like he didn't know what he was doing. Who wrote that friggin' Ram script this year? Uh, here's what RG3 posted: reading the end of the script for 2012 with a meme of Will Smith's Fresh Prince crumbling to the floor. Um, Micah Parsons tweeted a cute dig, shaking my head. I might show the script from the playoff. Is there any possibility 
that Arian Foster is in any way right. No, come on. Just making it up. Come on, just make it like a lot of these conspiracies now. Just total made up stuff. You don't possibly, you don't believe any of this. Hmm. No, you don't believe any of this. Does anybody buy this stuff? I mean, a little bit. No, hmm. you don't. I don't think they actually get a the script. I thought the officiating in the uh, the Ram Seattle game was a little quirky. All right, how about this? Mm. Yep. Okay. This is from this article from theshadowleague.com. Okay. With two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, the script must have been made this year by Jay-Z, who Rock Nation Sports entered into a long-term partnership with the NFL. They brought Rihanna in as the halftime show. Right. Maybe pivot to the two black quarterbacks. Jay-Z is controlling the whole thing. What do you think? Um, I He was there last night, Jay-Z. Jay-Z is we could very, have asked him. Very powerful. Uh, I think very accomplished, and no, not writing the script for NFL season. Nothing to this? Nothing to it. There's you're, no such thing as a script. You're a conspiracy guy. I not am. even you believe this. Very one. true. Not even you believe this. Surprised one. Arian Foster's selling it. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, am I supposed to do this now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got uh, Game of Games coming up for you. My friend Jacob, who will be here in just a couple of minutes, has been helping accident victims for more than 25 years. And 25 years, long time. We're talking about before texting and social media and cameras and phones and all that. 25 years ago was the 1990s, so it's a whole different century. And what was Jacob, what has Jacob done to last this long? It's simple. He loves to help people. That's why he started as an attorney in the 90s, and to this day, he loves to help his clients get back on their feet. Jacob will work on your behalf so you can concentrate on getting healthy handling all the frustrating paperwork, receiving the compensation ultimately that you deserve. And you don't pay Jacob unless you win. So if you unfortunately are involved in an accident, call Jacob, let him help you just like he's helped thousands of others. A lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. Call Jacob, he'll win for you. 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB. Or remember... Accident. Or injury, call Jacob and Ronnie, call Jacob. Call Jacob.com. Jacob just walked in when you said that. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, all right. So, um, you know, Giannis is here tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you need to? No, no, go ahead. I can wait. Okay. I just thought I wanted to see if you walked out and then we're like you were going to walk out like we were going to. I was going to walk out to you. Oh, that's okay. Go ahead, John. Yeah. All right. So, Giannis is coming here tomorrow. Yes. He's already here today. Mm -hmm. He's in Los Angeles as we speak. Yes. So, last week, Giannis dropped 50 points on the Clippers. Um, he said he was going to celebrate by ordering 50 cheeseburgers at a place called Culver's okay. in Milwaukee. Now, the last time he did this, he ordered 50 chicken nuggets from a Chick-fil-A. Yep. But he says he's done with them. Here's why. Here's Giannis. Scoring 50 is fun, though, right? Yeah, it's definitely fun. I'm go, I go to... Uh, look, uh, last time I went to, um, I went to Chick-fil-A... And I uh, got the nuggets, but now tomorrow I think I'm going to go to uh, Culver's. You know, I'm, uh, I'm going to go get uh, 50 che- cheeseburgers and uh, I'm going to try to eat as many as I can. And uh, the rest, uh, I have my, my son eat them or I give them to my dog. I'm sure they'll be waiting for that. I, I remember about a week ago. Um... You know why I'm going to Culver's? Because uh, Chick-fil-A did not give me no free meals. All right. So Chick-fil-A made him pay yeah. for all the nuggets, and he's out. So as soon as he mentioned he's going to Culver's, Culver's immediately tweeted, 
come in. It's on us. As a matter of fact, we're going to send 50 cheeseburgers to this shelter, and we're going to send Smart. 50 to this other one. Didn't Chick-fil-A totally miss an opportunity yeah, they here? They did miss an opportunity. First of all, did Giannis pull up there? And they didn't give him his order they, free? They charged him. He's Giannis. I Are know. you kidding me? I know. Yeah, no, that's a huge blown opportunity for uh, for Chick-fil-A. Yeah. If you had to go, okay, so after a big game. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You can go to any fast food joint. Jack Tacos. Jack in the Box Tacos. Jack, and how many 50. do you think you can put away? 50. 50. You can't put away 50 Jack when I, Tacos. The, the last time I got into an eating contest, and, and uh, I can't hang with them, but I kept it close, was me against Francisco Pinto at Gus's Fried Chicken in Memphis. And what was the uh, item? Chicken. Just Fried chicken? chicken? Okay. I ate 16 legs, okay? You ate 16 chicken 16 legs? 16 chicken legs before I even got to the coconut pie. Francisco matched me leg for leg, and then he ate two more breasts after wow, that. Wow, good for him. Couldn't hang with him. Yeah. I, I would be a very good competitive eater. No, you well, wouldn't. No, I, no, no, you wouldn't. Shut up. I, you destroyed Amanda in the donut I, eating I contest. I crushed Amanda That was donut. many years ago. I ate 13 donuts yeah. in five yeah, but minutes. Yeah, and Amanda ate like three. Three. I ended up eating donuts out of her container then. Yeah, she was terrible. You were a younger man then, Mace. Oh, seriously, you don't forget to eat. You just get better at it, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting better by the year, you can tell. Commercial-free celebration Wednesday right here on 710 ESPN, made possible by our friends in Mere Audio Video in Westwood. No, Baker, no bigger Laker fans than Isaac and Roy and the team in Mere Audio Video. Give them a call for any audio, video, and home automation needs, 310-234-4010, or check them out at mereaudiovideo.com. Chris, you know what he's got in there right now? What does he have? 100-inch Sony. 100 inches. 100-inch Sony. I think that's too big, no, maybe. No, Whose no such house thing. does that? You've got to be a super high roller to have a house big I've enough. I've got an 80. I could go 100. You're you think a so, super really? high roller. You yeah. could go to 100. Yeah. Isaac, I may be calling you for the 100. My house would be stupid. Well, your house, the, your old house, didn't even have enough room for <laughs> one know, TV. Exactly. Barely enough room for Yeah, one but TV. it was right on the beach. 600 square feet. Location, location, exactly. location. Exactly. No, but a 100-inch TV would not look good in my house. It'd be ridiculous. Comical. Comical. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, stop doing that. I, it just sometimes I just I something I ate something I ate. Uh, so uh, last night I'm John, still waiting for more trade news, NBA trade news. Yeah, we, we should update people any. on that. So there are multiple reports. Woj and Shams and all those people are saying that there's something cooking now. 
between the Lakers, the Jazz, and the Timberwolves. And it circles around the idea that the Lakers would potentially get a player like D'Angelo Russell, a player like Malik Beasley, and a player like Jared Vanderbilt. Um, we don't know exactly what the com- – the compensation would have Russell Westbrook going out. We know that. And there, there would be some draft compensation involved. Uh, but to me, those are interesting pieces. I don't think they're two first-round draft pick kind of pieces. Uh, we don't know that that's necessarily being offered. Uh, but I don't think that I see anything on that table where you think I'm going to give up two first-round draft picks. I don't know what the Lakers are, are talking about giving up, but I do know this. It's really hard to get trades done in the NBA, particularly three-team trades. Yeah. Um, I think the Lakers are going to do something. I don't know what it is, but I know they've been very active in the trade market. Ramona agrees with me. She was in here earlier. We both think James Worthy was on with us. He thinks they're doing something. And – the good news is, Mace, we won't have to wait much longer. The trade deadline is at noon tomorrow. Noon tomorrow. It's coming. Uh, here's the very latest on what may be bouncing around. Uh, the Lakers, Jazz, and Timberwolves in discussion on a three-team deal. They would send D'Angelo Russell to the Lakers, Russell Westbrook, and draft compensation, such as a first-round pick to Utah. Mike Conley Jr. to Minnesota. Uh, ongoing discussions have included Utah's Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt as part of a potential three-team deal. Uh, The sides are working through pick protections and additional draft compensation. So there's definitely something going on right now. Yeah, no idea if it'll get done, but it's a possibility that the Laker roster will look radically different before the game tomorrow night. And I don't get – do you think radically different? Well, if they – if they were to, move were to bring in three people. Yeah. 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 Because uh, last night at halftime, you guys have probably read about this, heard about this. We talked about it a little earlier. Uh, blow up between Darvin Ham and Russell Westbrook in the locker room mm-hmm. at halftime. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, this is. By the way, like if that trade, the proposed trade that you threw out there yeah. happened, and Malik Beasley, Malik Beasley, D'Angelo Russell, and Jared Vanderbilt all came here. The Lakers would have to, only one player would be going out, right? So they would have, have and to they, clear they have one. Spots, well, right? no, they have one open roster spot, but then they'd have to clear another roster spot. So somebody who's currently on the roster would have to go. So there's a whole bunch of moving parts here. I think something's going to happen, but we'll see how many people, what it means, and we'll know. You know, we've got half an hour left in our show, but by the time we're in here tomorrow, all this stuff's going to be done. Yeah, and you know, here's the the thing about it too is that we are uh, I I don't get the impression that there are a lot of big names that are potentially going to move tomorrow I don't think there's going to be I I mean is there any momentum behind the idea of the Nets trading Kevin Durant nothing I've read suggests that at all no and Russell was an all-star when he was in Brooklyn so that would be an example of one all-star player that would move Um, I you know a lot of people thought Utah, after they traded Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, was in full tank, tank mode. mode. Yeah. So I'd be surprised if they did nothing. Um, well, Eric, they're talking about moving players out and yeah. moving Westbrook in and buying them out. Is, is Detroit really going to hold on to Bogdanovich? Their whole roster is 20, 21, 22 years old, and he's 32. Yeah. Um, you know, is Charlotte going to do nothing? Is New Orleans going to do nothing? 
Um, that's what I'm interested to see. These teams are all look like they desperately need to make a move, and and if they do nothing, I almost think it's GM malpractice. You think any? Do you, not anybody. Not, some GMs you don't. No, if do you anything. have a losing record, I think you should be doing something. Either selling off or buying. Right. Yeah. I mean, changing your your fate. You know what? I mean, we've played enough games to know what this is. It's either working or it's not working. What's interesting this year is that there are so many. I mean, really, there are four teams that are out of it. Everybody else is still in play. I even, who are the four? Charlotte, Detroit, uh, San Antonio, and Houston. 13 wins, 14 wins, one 15 win team. Okay. Uh, everybody else is in this thing. So it's changed the dynamics now because there are fewer sellers. Now, conceivably, those four teams, Charlotte, Detroit, uh, San Antonio and Houston would be sellers. You mentioned Bogdanovich, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich. I also saw a report that maybe Atlanta Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yeah, the other Bogdanovich, right, yeah. who's a good shooter. I was talking to somebody last night. He's like, wouldn't it be great to get both Bogdanoviches because they're both So did I tell you the weird shooters. aspect of the game last night? No. All right, so here was the starting lineup for Oklahoma City. Okay. They have two great guards. Yep. Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Josh Giddy. Yes. Okay. The Wizard of Oz. Here are the other three starters last night. Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams. <laughs> no relation. Yep. Different spellings, but they have exactly the same name. Yep. And Kenrick Williams. Williams, Williams, and Williams. So I go to Matt Pino, the guy who has my job for the Thunder, and I said, the two guys named Jalen Williams, what do you do with those two guys? And he goes, I call one of them J-Dub. And one of them, Jay Will. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So to keep him straight when he's yeah. calling the game. Yeah. And so I go, well, my audience doesn't know that. He goes, just say Jalen Williams. Well, how did you do it? How did I you did. Play? Whenever Jalen Williams had the ball, I go, gives. I always, whenever someone named Williams had the ball, I would always say the first name and the last name. But if it went to Jalen Williams, either one of them, I went to Jalen Williams. One time I went, Jalen Williams has it. Passes it left side to Jalen Williams. The other one. <laughs> the other yeah. one. And uh, and we just kept going. But I've never had that predicament before. Um, I wanted to throw one more thing out of here before we get to uh, Jacob and Ronnie and Game of Games. Uh, Bergman, you are a master of the Rubik's Cube. You have uh, He's pretty good. He's done it for me before. Multiple he said he could do it in 90 seconds. You came up just yeah. short. Yeah. But I couldn't do it in 20 minutes. You did it in two minutes. Yeah. Uh, John, if you can't do it in 20 minutes, you can't do it. Right. A University Period. of Michigan. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. University of Michigan students, one of the world's foremost speed cubers, Stanley Chapel. Chapel. How long does it take? 21 him? years old. 22 seconds. You Greg, can, what's your you like all-time best? Probably when I was really doing it a lot and really learning it, I think I did it in like 145, and that was the fastest I ever yeah. did. 22 seconds. That's, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. nothing, by the way. That's nothing? People do it in like four seconds. No, no they, they don't. They no. Can't go on YouTube. Yeah, go on YouTube. Seconds? No, he's right. Go on YouTube. No, fastest Rubik's cube, and you'll see a guy do it in like five seconds. It's it's all the time. Yeah, they have they have different um, competitions, and people do it in like four to five seconds. It depends how it's, much time you give them to look at the cube before you hand it yeah, to them. You look at it. They look at if it. If you and get they put a it minute, something. if you get a minute to look at it, you can do it in seconds. Here's what I don't understand. He's also a champion in blindfolded categories. Uh, 2017 in Paris, Chapel placed fifth in the 4x4 four four blindfold and 5x5 five five blindfolded 
Rubik's cube. Now, how do you solve it if you're blindfolded? It must have it must have braille on it. It has. It, to have it, must, it, on it, right? must, it must have something that you can identify the colors by. Otherwise, Probably. you're just Other, totally yeah. Guessing. Otherwise, you're just turning knobs. So it says here, as of January 2023, the three by three by three world record single is 3.4 seconds held by Yusheng Du. But it has to be just like one little turn that well, would do it. 3.4 seconds. They, they look at no. It's it's no, complete. It's how you long can, you you're can allowed mix it to up. look at it? Yes, you look at it. They can see where it is, and they just go and they're done. That's it. It's, yeah, you can watch it on YouTube. It, it happens. I've seen it. He's really? right. Greg's right. Yeah. There's, there's well, a documentary on about it? this guy that did 22 seconds. But, you, but he was blindfolded, so that will oh, do Oh, he's it. blindfolded. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's right. different. So, By the way, how'd we do on this? How'd we do on the uh, fist bumps? No, it's difficult because sometimes your fists are stuck together. They, don't, they just do this. You couldn't tell? You so can't tell do you sometimes. have a number? Any no, number? No. Um, no. No. Send no. a video to us. Yeah, we'll yeah, count it. So I'll count them. It's 15 minutes. Semi, okay, fine. Semi, it's five no, minutes. It's no, it's not even five minutes. It's, it's 30 it was, seconds. No, but we have to slow it down to see the fist bumps go. So we right. slow it down. No, what we'll do is we'll get an intern to count next time. Yeah, yeah. Well, they gave we, it to me because they don't want to count. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have so interns right now. They didn't want to count. So <laughs> what do you mean we don't have interns right now? We don't right have, no, we don't right have right interns right now. They're, They're they all work employees. I've got, like, I've, I've got like 20 people that want to be interns. I do too. I've got oh. people that want to yeah, be interns we're gonna have, also. We're, we are going to have interns in the summer. We just don't have them currently. Right. But like DeAndre and Parker, they went from intern to full-fledged employee. They are employees. No, they went from intern to podcast hosts. Well, they are going to host a podcast, too, but they are also employees. When are you going on that podcast, John? Uh, what day? Any day. February 30th. I, if it was them. any February other day. February 30th. 30th. That's true. Good yeah. one, Jorge. <laughs> All right, Jacob, you ready? Come Let's go. Here, Jacob. Play the Game of Games thinger. 710 ESPN. And it is time for Game of Games on the number one sports radio show in L.A., Mason and Ireland. Game, Game of Games. Game of Games presented by CallJacob.com. Call Jacob. Everyone loves a fighter, but in this town, winning matters, especially after an accident. So remember, anyone can fight, but CallJacob.com is here for you when you need a big win. After an accident, go to CallJacob.com or call 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. We got the jingle. Call Jacob. Thank you. Game of Games time. Take it away, Mace. Okay, here we go. It's Game of Games time, and Jacob and Ronnie is with us. Jacob, were you there last night? for the big moment? Unfortunately, I was not. Oh. Wow, that's not like you. Yes, well, it wasn't because it was my dad's birthday. Oh, good. Oh, well. and it was we, my mom's birthday on Monday, so I went down and had dinner with her. So exactly. I, know, I know the predicament you were in. Yes, so we celebrated my dad's birthday, but while we were sitting around the table celebrating, we had a phone that had the game on, and we were all watching the game, and we saw, you know, we saw the beautiful, beautiful fadeaway shot that made history. Were you thinking it was going to be Thursday? Funny enough, whoever I had spoken to would would say that it would have been great for him to break it against the Bucks. Yep, Kareem's old team. I thought it was going to be Thursday. I, I I just he had not been been averaging thirty five points a game. Right. So I thought he was going to be just short. But I'm glad he did it last night. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me and too. I think the moment you got to see Phil Knight there, and you got to see you know everybody coming out, it kind of would have been. A little bit anticlimactic. Everybody coming out, they're all dressed in yeah, there. Yeah, do you know, it all again. And then have to do it again. Yeah, it just exactly. didn't make sense. It'd be like doing the Mandy's twice. <laughs> yes. You know. Which I think we probably will be doing. All right. So it is the Super Bowl on Sunday. This is a very easy game of uh, Kansas City or Philly. Okay. Kansas City or Philly. So I will give you a fact. You tell me if it's a fact about Philly 
or it's a, ta- a fact about Kansas City. Okay. okay. Here we go. With over 2,000 outdoor murals, this is the mural capital of the U.S. Is that Kansas City or Philly? Jacob. I'd say Philly. Philly. Uh, Ireland. KC. KC. Je- uh, Jorge. KC. KC. Bergman. Philly. Philly is the correct answer. Yes, it is the uh, official capital of the U.S. in murals. Number two. This city is home to Country Club Plaza, considered to be the nation's very first suburban shopping center. It was influenced by the classical architecture of Seville, Spain. Ireland, is that Kansas City or is that Philly? Oh, that's Philly, 100%. Philly. Uh, Jorge? Uh, KC. KC. Uh, Bergman? John trying to fool us. Yes. <laughs> KC. KC. And Jacob? Uh, I will go with Philly as well. The correct answer, Kansas City. Bergman's ahead two to nothing over me. Um, Yeah, Jorge has one and Jacob has one. All right, number three. Before getting its name, possible names for this town included Rabbitville and Possum Trot. Rabbitville. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And Possum Trot. Is that Kansas City or is that Philly, Jorge? That's Philly. That's Philly. Bergman. Kansas City. Kansas City. Jacob. I will go with Kansas City. Kansas City. Ireland. Kansas City. Kansas City is the correct answer. Ah. Yes. (laughs) Imagine the world. The Rabbitville Chiefs. Fly, you fly. (laughs) Yeah. All right. uh, Here is number four. In the city, Fountain Day is held every April and marks the day that the city's numerous fountains are turned on for the season. They have 200 fountains and claim to have more than any other city except Rome. Is that Kansas City or is that Philly? Bergman. I'm going to stick with Kansas City. Kansas City. Uh, Jacob. I will too. Kansas City. Ireland. I need to make up points, but I don't know if I want to do it here. (laughs) I'll go Philly. Philly. Uh, Jorge. Jorge. Oh, it's Kansas City. It is Kansas City. Ah, yeah. Ireland, you're struggling in this game. Uh, I've got one. How many are left? Bergman's got four. Yeah. A total of uh, nine. So how many are you left? Time. Uh, this is uh, number five. five. All yeah. right, i got to go on a run. Okay. Make Bergman go first. <laughs> this already? <laughs> well, you're ahead. <laughs> yeah, but this, there's still four and five left. Well, you have a three-run lead <laughs> over me. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it really is just between you and John. Right? And minus yeah. one for complaining. No, 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 no. There was no complaint. No, that was a complaint, no, was it not? No, that was not a. I mean, Jorge, was that a complaint? No, it was not. No, no, I will no, no. rule. I will rule against complaint. All right. Greg, Thanks, Jacob. You both complained. Uh, what do they call it? 
when they both have penalties. Um, uh, offset. 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 Yeah, yeah. Both offset. Yeah. Okay, number five. This town city hall is the largest municipal building in the United States. Largest municipal building in the United States. I think we do actually start with Bergman this time. Uh, I will say Philly. <laughs> Philly. Uh, Jacob. Philly. Philly. Uh, Ireland. My only chance is to go Kansas City. Kansas City. And Jorge. It is Kansas City. Show me uh, Philly. It is Philly. Ah! Ah! I'm out. <laughs> You're I love, out. And I love it. Jorge, every time. Oh, yeah, it is Philly. That's yes, <laughs> it is. I know it is. Jorge, I'm, you didn't get that, did no, you? I did no, not. No. I know right. my municipal buildings. So, Greg, five. What number is this? This is number six. So you have six, seven, eight, and nine yep. left? Four left? Yep. All right, I can only play one more. I cannot. I got to go opposite of Greg every time. Okay. <laughs> so whatever you do, I'm going opposite. All right, hey, here we go. Number six. There are more sculptures in this city than anywhere in the world, including Paris. Is that Kansas City or is that Philly? I guess we do have Bergman. Yeah, he's got a lead. Uh, I will say I'll stick with Philly. Philly. Uh, Jacob? Um, I know I have to make up one, but I'm only down one. I know, so I'm going to stick with Philly as well. I can only go Kansas City. Kansas City and Jorge. Uh, Yeah, Philly. Uh, The correct answer is Philly. All right, I'm out. I'm six for six. That's that Rocky statue. (laughs) (laughs) Jacob is right right behind you. Jacob's got five, right? Hey, there you go, Jacob. Uh, There are two left. Uh, Bergman, uh, Jorge, you're out. Jacob's learned. It's Uh Jacob and Greg. (laughs) Uh Do what Greg does. Number seven. (laughs) Greg has to go first. This city is said to be, sorry you're going to miss out on this one, said to be the most haunted city in the U.S. with the highest density of haunted houses. Is that Kansas City? Or is that Philly Bergman? Uh, I'm sure John knows this one, actually, but I'm going to say Kansas City. Kansas City. Jacob. I think it's Kansas City, too, but I know I'm one behind. So. But you, there, there's two there's left. There's two left, so I'm going to go with Kansas City as well. Oh, Jacob, you blew it. Oh, oh, okay, I, oh I missed it. one. Yeah, that was it. All right, that, that was, was your chance, but you can catch him here. Okay, okay last, last one. one. Bergman will also have to go first. Bob Saget, Richard Gere, Pink. And director Adam McKay were all born in this city. Is it Philly or is it KC Bergman? Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to say they were all born in Kansas City. You only have to go one I way. I think he's right, but you got to go the other I way. I got to go the other way. Philly. The correct answer Philadelphia. Oh, oh no! Yes, sir! Yes, sir. <laughs> Tiebreaker. Tie All right, here we go. We're going to get something to write on, so oh, we do this the old-fashioned way. Uh, we're not going to do the I'll go need a pen. one. Not going to play the price Or just right keep style. it in your head, yeah. Greg. I got it. I got a pen. Okay, here we go. Tiebreaker. If you add the population of Kansas City to the population of Philadelphia, what is the total closest? Not closest without going over, but closest. All right. Population of KC... Kansas City, Missouri, right? Right, Kansas City, Missouri, plus Philadelphia. All right, Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Jacob's got a number. Greg, do you have a number? Yeah, I do. I don't think I got it right, though. Okay. Uh, Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. (laughs) Your number, I saw what you wrote. Your number is too low. Jacob, what'd you write? (laughs) Oh, no. I wrote 3 million. (laughs) Greg, what'd you write? Oh, I wrote 5 million. Greg's going to win. The correct answer. 2 million 84. Jacob! Jacob! I was, thinking, I was thinking like, 
Los Angeles has six million. So no, Los Angeles like fourteen million. No, yeah. It's not the metro. It's the city. The oh, city of Philly has a one point seven six million. What a comeback! I thought I had a huge lead. What a day! That's impressive. What and you were doing, you were like doing so good. I know I went six for six at one point. Oh my God! Nice job, mate. Great job, Jacob. Good job, Jacob. You don't feel bad for me at all. So, uh, Jacob, what do you think the Lakers? Uh, or, think well, let me ask you this, Jake, because you're a big Lakers fan. Do you do you want the Lakers to make a trade? I do. I do. I but most I want Lakers fans do. Yeah, but but you know they need to make a trade just because after having watched the last two games, they're not playing. This, defense. They're just not playing defense, and yeah. this is not going to do it. So, you know, do I want to trade? Yes. There's not a lot of great trades out there, but you know everyone I've been talking to in the past hour or two that are in the business, yep. same as you in guys the league? are in the league. They're they're talking about the fact that. If the D'Angelo trade goes through, they are more in favor of that than even us having gotten Kyrie. And well, there really is, there's a large contingent of Laker fans that didn't want Kyrie. Yes, Mason are. was in that camp at one point, yes. and then he kind of came around to it. But, um, yeah, I think that change would be good. I've change seen every game, obviously, and they need some type of infusion somehow. So you, I hope they do something. You can't. Uh, let him score a hundred points in less than three quarters. Well, think about this, guys. Okay. The see. last, the, the <laughs> second, ha- the second half on Saturday night Jeez. in New Orleans. Yep. They gave up seventy points. Last night, first half, seventy-six. Mm. One hundred and forty-six points in two halves. You can't do it. And no. we were excited because we thought, you know, we're going to get Anthony Davis back. He's going to be healthy. I'm, I'm a big Rui Hushimura. You know, yeah, fan. I am too. Yeah, and I He's think he'll be great. great for us. So I feel like if you can bring some people who ha- who want an opportunity in the limelights of L.A., if it's D'Angelo, if he's coming back, hopefully he's going to have a you know better second run. Yeah, but I do I do agree with John. We need some change. All right. Uh, hey Jacob, thanks for uh, coming in. As always, appreciate it. Game of games. Thank you guys. Is thanks. Powered. Congratulations, Thank Jacob. You, sir. Yeah, well played. Way to go. Thank you. Thank you. Good day. Game of games powered by Call Jacob. Winning matters. That's why after an accident. You got to go to calljacob.com or call 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. As our commercial-free Celebration Wednesday continues, it is time for Super Crosstalk. ESPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256CX 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in L.A. sports radio history. Radio history. Oh, my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. It Bologna grows stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Sedano and Cap to join Mason in Ireland? Super Crosstalk begins. Super Crosstalk. Presented by Coors Light. Coors Light. Made to chill. It's time for... Super Crosstalk. What happened to Cap? Where's Cap? Oh, there he is. All right. Roman in late. Shadano, what's going on? You were there last night. I missed you. I was at the fancy club while you were in the fancy I, I, suite. I walked over to the suite, and you go, we're gone. I was there with LZ. Um, we were sitting next to each other in the media section, nice. and uh, we walked up there, and you were gone. Yeah. Are yeah, you we- working this, uh, this Dallas Clipper game tonight? Yep. Is Kyrie expected to play? Yes. Okay. Yeah. No Luca. Um, no Luca. What about Maxi Kleba? <laughs> Maxi Kleba is still out. He's not going to reevaluate until after the out. Oh no! Till the All Star break. Michael's very bumped. I'm he sure. wanted to see Maxi Kleba. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs>
when the, when, if the Mavs make the conference finals, he's gonna be he's gonna be laughing. He's not gonna be laughing too much. Maximania. Yeah. So uh, Kaplan and I were hanging out last night. And I heard. First of all, I want to say this: um, if Cappy ever tells you he knows where he's going. Don't believe Don't it. believe yeah, him. Yeah, 100%. We were in the uh, press room last night. And I I said, can I say something, though? Yeah. I guarantee you, of the four of us, I have the worst sense of direction of no any way. of you. No way. That, I'm the guy wandering around I, pressing I, the button. I, I would never have pegged you for I that. will bet if, if, if somebody wants to come up with any measurable way to determine sense of direction, like right now, I can't tell you if crypto.com arena is north south east or west of where we're sitting can you well, i can't tell you which way is north and south and east and west right. i don't I even know right. yeah don't know i yeah. mean it, it would i would have to be on like the freeway to know north my, south east yeah. and my west. wife yeah. laughs at me regularly she says you should just pick a pick a direction and then go the other way yeah well that happens to me all the time i yeah. left an event uh we my wife and i went to a tequila mandala event last week tequila mandala and it was in in beverly hills at the w and when i Keyshawn had facetimed me as we were walking out so i put my phone on the thing and i was fa like he was talking to me as i was driving and i pull out of the valet and i completely went the wrong direction i went towards ucla towards westwood mm. and then the game was letting out i'm like oh no so i ended up driving around but to your point i went the if i would have yeah. gone the, the to the left as opposed to the right I would have been well, fine. So I was in New York last week for four days, and I would tell, I'd say, hey, Siri, give me walking directions to the subway. Yeah. And they'd say, okay, you go out, turn right, turn left, turn right. Simple enough, right? Yep. I would always get lost, and I would finally just look at the little thing, and I'd say, okay, I'm moving in the wrong direction. Yeah. Turn around and go That's the That's what other I do. Because you know the, the, wait, you were going to take the subway? I did. Wow, over. for somebody who doesn't have a good sense of direction, that's pretty adventurous. Well, because... I had them very, very specifically explain, all right, am I going uptown or downtown? I can understand yeah. that much. Yeah. They go, get it going towards uptown and get off on the fourth stop. So I said, okay. That's but I'll say this. Bergman, Jorge, what is my biggest concern when we're at a Dodger game? Parking. Well, where did I park my yeah. car? Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. telling you, I Take have a wandered. I, yeah. I know, drop a pin, take yeah. a picture, all that. It just yeah. does. I still, still. I was going to say getting there on time. Oh, getting there on time. Thanks, but Mace, yeah. but Mace, hold on. Yeah. So you say that I got us lost, but look, you did. Okay, but let me let me just say something here, and everybody By can way, nice shirt. Hey, you're looking sharp yeah, today. You too. Very sharp. Yeah. Okay, so here's what happens. So we're down on the floor before yep. the game. Yep. And we walk back into the media area. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's where we visited with Kurt Sandoval. Yes. Where we did give Kurt Sandoval quite a bit of grief. Because we're still continuing. George, the, the I think, brought it up. Thing. I yeah. brought softball it up. George I said, Cappy's still giving you crap over this thing. And Sandoval, as I knew he, because he's a man of honor, Sandoval was like, he doesn't need to give me any crap. I'm losing sleep over it every night that I dropped that ball. And still injured. Still has a knee yeah. injury. Yeah. And he's, is still and he's like a marathoner. Yeah, that, that's yeah. got to be affecting him. Right. So we, as Mace and I are going to leave, Mace says, do you have any idea how to get up to the 710 suite and my yes. no yes but i'll figure it out you said yes yeah because in my mind i said no <laughs> and then i looked the at word you was yes yeah. in my mind I, I said no but the word that came out of my mouth yeah. was yeah the and then that's right that. that's i looked right. at you when he said that yeah. and i said good luck okay but yeah, here's you why did. Yeah. you said good luck but here's yeah. why because normally i will go in to the arena mm -hmm. staples by the way I will go into the arena, <laughs> and and I I will walk into where I'm going to go exactly to the suite. Going up to the escal uh, the escalator. In then, this yeah. particular instance, we're now in the media workroom area, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So I figure we'll, f we'll, we'll how hard it, can it be? It, it's the complete opposite 
corner Correct. of the media work. Like, not complete opposite. It's the one, like, if you go out of the media workroom, just keep going straight to the other corner that's straight ahead. You're and exactly up right. that elevator. And so here's what happened. Couldn't so we, do it. No, no, yeah. no, no. We got into the elevator. Mm-hmm. I said to the person who was working the elevator, we'd like to go to the suite level. Right. They said, okay. Well, there's three of them. We never got to any of the suite levels. We ended up at the auxiliary press box, which has a beautiful view of the court. Yeah, it's beautiful. the hockey Very press box. Very far away, yeah. the beautiful. hockey yeah. press box. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like, I couldn't breathe up there. Yeah. I was so yeah. high up, right? You, you guys were, like, way higher than you I were supposed to I said this. I said yeah. this, and he said, well, let's just take this exit door. I'm like, no, if you take said, the exit door, then we're not going to get back in because that's why they call it an exit so door. So I said to Mason, oh, come on, this will be an adventure. We'll get to know parts of the arena we don't normally know. In the guts of the building. So now we're walking around, stairwell. <laughs> whatever as mace predicted we get locked out but a security guy let us in let us in yeah okay and then ultimately after a good half hour 45 minutes of walking around 45 minutes oh my right, God. yeah we finally found it's like a bad sitcom where we were going it really is you it know really a bad was. buddy cop movie yeah. And, yeah. I, and here i trusted you i trusted you because you, you said yes but i, I have a question for you yeah. did i get you there or did i not get you there i mean an hour later it, it was a good 45 minutes. But I got you there. It was a good 45 okay, minutes. But we, I could have gotten made there faster we if made. I had not been following you. Well, as it turns out, we had quite a nice time because we didn't know, George, that you and LZ were going to come up to the suite at halftime. At halftime. I told Christopher that. Right. And then Chris said to me, well, wait a second. Hold on. Wait, wait, what's, is, what's he lying Why am I about? lying? I, took, I text Christopher in the first quarter. Right. But I'm saying at the beginning of the game, I don't know this. Right. So now... Julian, the concierge. Oh, Julian. The con- <laughs> the, the, Clinton's guy. Clinton yeah. Yates' Clinton's guy. guy yeah. The concierge. There you go. Yeah. Julian, do you like my outfit tonight? God. So the concierge comes to the suite. Yeah. Because the concierge apparently had told you, Mace. Yep. That he was going to take us up to the nightclub hide. Yes. And he and he uh, showed up, which was awesome. And he uh, we met the DJ. From Hyde, right? And he gave us these fancy wristbands that get you into anything, I think. Uh, and we we'll went to, to Hyde, yeah. and there were so many listeners up there. That's okay. the amazing thing. Well, that that's another story. I'm going to get to that in a second here. But so so Chris then says, "Hey, look, um, LZ is going to come up to the suite, and Cappy couldn't run fast enough Nonsense. out of the room. Total lie. Now that's a liar. Gutless. You're gutless. You're gutless. You're gutless. You're gutless. You're gutless. You're gutless. He hightailed it out of there. You are such a liar. Wait a Why were you trying to get away I from wasn't. LZ? I wasn't. I wasn't. Here's what happened, and this is what I think. I think this is what happened. Okay. So here's the consigliere. Mm-hmm. He's there to take us up to hide. Yes. We're gonna wait till halftime. Chris goes like this to me. Hey, hey, hey. Why don't you go now? Why, there's about three minutes to go in the second quarter. I said, quarter. go now goes, and come back goes, at halftime. He goes, why don't you go now? And so come I think, back at halftime. I think what he was trying to do was, he was trying to push me out of the suite. No. So that when Sedano and LZ showed up, I wasn't there. That's not true is at all. Is there a problem That's that not, I should know about? Yeah, the problem is you hightailed it out of there. The You were like, oh, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. Well, no, Julian said, we got to go because it's going to get really crowded, so we left. So you're listening to Julian over me? How long have you known Julian? How do you know uh, about Hyde and the rules of Hyde? I went to Hyde 15 years ago. 15 years ago? Yeah, it's been around for a long time. I just found it was there. By the way, I don't mean to be mean. Yeah. But when you're the highlight of going to Hyde, Hyde might be, you know. Might be what? Might be a little more mature. What do you mean (laughs) a little more mature? Why are you you, uh, trashing Hyde? I'm not trashing Hyde, but it might have been an off night for Hyde when they're like, uh, oh, Steve Mason, oh, come no, on up. No, oh, no. By the way, completely could, could, the opposite. See, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Lies. So 
Shout out. <laughs> shout, shout out to Travis Madison, our yep. man who runs security up at Hyde. And shout out to Manny Perez, who's the general manager yep. up at Hyde. The weirdest thing is Notice this. how he got those names perfectly right. Yeah. They're probably already contacted That's his he's phone. going tomorrow night. Yeah, exactly. yeah. They are they're in right my here phone, in my phone. Yeah. yeah, they're in my they're phone, They're right too. here in my phone. In fact, me and, Ka- me and Cappy are going to bring somebody to a hockey game. What did Hyde. I say 40 yeah. minutes ago when you see Cappy just roaming the hallways looking for somebody to give him something? Yeah. You know? He's always working an agent. Give me what? What do you guys yeah. want me to? Hey guys, what can I? Uh, what can I endorse? What can we do? What can we do? What can we do? Hey, you got any tickets for this? Hey, anybody got any news on that? He's always Swift looking for sofa? a freebie. Yeah. yeah. Well, Is that's that right? True. Are you always? You're I'm always, a freebie guy. Yeah. I mean, I've heard the you beginning know? of your Cappy cast. Yeah, it's I'm like a freebie. You do 19 minutes of reads. Yeah. Well, like I would ask you guys this question: How do you anticipate that, that stuff gets paid? Yeah. Exactly. How do you think I pay a staff of people? Exactly. You know, get them 11 minutes of reads. No, five minutes of reads. Five minutes. Yeah. Feels like 11. I, I don't disagree with that. I don't yeah. disagree. And I figure long. most people I figure most people fast forward through it anyway. Yes. You yeah. know? But I still have to do it. But Hyde is actually a really cool spot. Well, they got this private room. Oh, uh, we Hyde. went to the fancy, fancy VIP room. Right. Mm-hmm. Where there was sushi. Like there wasn't just chicken fingers and hot dogs. Really? No, no. It was no. like Slee like... and I went to the private private room. That did not go well for either one of us. Why? Well, because we were at a strip joint in Las Vegas. Oh, that one. That's, That's right. right. That's right. That's private private room. room. But it was great. I mean, I thought we had a great time. Well just yeah. take it, high. roll it, we did. throw you know? it. But here's the thing. I just want to say one thing. So I'm walking around before the game, you know? And mm-hmm. at this point, I'm by myself. Yep. And this gentleman who's an EMT comes up to me, and he goes, Cappy. Why are your eyes so red? That's not what he said. Oh, okay. That's not what he said. I thought he might have said that. No, he said, Cappy, huge fan, love the show, listen to you guys every day, big fan of the station. And, of course, I'm flattered. I'm like, well, that's very nice. Thank you. What's your name? Yep. You know, very nice. Then George and I are standing on the court before the game. And this police officer walks up to us. And he's like, guys, love the show. Huge fan. Blah, blah, blah. Sedano and I are both like, officer, we appreciate what you do. Thanks for being out there and for you know taking care of us, et cetera. Then I go into the media room. And some kid comes up to me. who's in, the, And he's like, hey, man, I listen to everything. USC gear. And I'm like this. Yeah. I'm going, nice kid. I'm going, what's going on here? Like, people like the show. Yeah. I'm like, what's wrong with you people? You know, like well, actually, someone asked me. I couldn't believe you guys did a whole fifteen minutes on whether Cap farted or not, which he did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. So, yeah. what was the dispute? It was audible. Yeah. But if, was he saying audible. he didn't? Well, no, he farted, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Did he fart in my head?" And I let him keep rambling. Yeah. For a few minutes. Was this on the show? Oh yeah, in the middle of a segment. And I, I was, was I was ranting about something. And yeah. I was like, in my head, I was confused. Like, did that happen? Was it the chair? Was it him? Like. And then I just, after he was done, I said, did you fart? And he's like, oh, yeah. There it is. Right there, actually. No, that's not that was, the real sound. That was it. That's not the real sound. Well, it was sound. so far away, Laura amplified it. You know, you sit in the chair. It sounds doctored to me. No, it's real. It's real. But it is doctored at the same time. Well, doctored yeah. in the sense it's amp- the sound is amplified. Sound is amped up so, so it can be heard. Yeah. yeah. I wound up getting, a, uh, I wound yeah. up getting a, a message from a gentleman named Pat McGrath. Wait, is- hold on. Laura has the four-second one so you can oh, hear okay. it All right. in All its right. entirety. Um, one yeah. game behind the Clippers, yeah. and they'd be in fifth place, right? Yeah. So oh, I did hear yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. that's Farted. loud and clear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, wasn't wasn't hiding it. Yeah. Just was surprised that it took George four minutes after the fact. To well, you were it still up. talking, so right. there was that. <laughs> I got a I got an email from a gentleman named Pat McGrath. Um, I don't know if you guys know who Pat is. Yeah, Why he works he with uh, Sounds, Kevin Harlan. He, he's the yeah. spotter yeah. statistician. Yeah, Dunham. Yeah, Jim Nance. Yeah, I know Pat is. He's like a legendary sports broadcasting spotter guy. Excuse me. He was listening to the show yesterday. He's like, dude, 
And he, this is he's oh, in Chicago. Oh, because he worked with BA yesterday. He, uh, no, Brian Anderson. No, no, he was just in Chicago oh. listening on the app. He's like, I'm dying mm-hmm. laughing because he goes, I don't want to say who it is, but there's a certain NFL broadcaster that I work with who was on some sort of a diet, and he was blowing up the entire broadcast booth. Oh, wow. And everybody was, like, sick to their stomach because they had oh, to that smell bad. this. Yeah. Wow. So Burkhart? Burkhart? It, it, I don't think it was Burkhart because he's – no, he doesn't work with Burkhart. I mean, again, he he works with Nance. He works with Harlan. Oh. He works with these kinds of guys. Oh, I don't know who it is, Romo. but but it, no, no, but it could Romo. right could be Romo, Romo, could be Kurt Warner. Romo looks that's like why, a guy who likes to cut. Romo, one. that's why he needed an intervention. Right. Yeah. All right. Because of his farting. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And this guy sent me an email yesterday going, "Dude, I'm hysterical, dying laughing yeah. that a you farted. So Dono called you out, and this is what the whole show is turning into." Yeah. Uh, so I got a lot of questions about that. Let me ask you a question. Speaking of CBS, I was thinking about this earlier because you were talking about Cappy hitting the Brett Maher field goal. And I was wondering, I, I was going to ask you this on the show, but we can ask you here in this uh, company. Would you trade places with Jay Feely tomorrow? Like you'd have to leave the station. You'd be Jay Feely who works on a CBS NFL broadcast mm. and then does the sideline for the conference finals type stuff. Um, Would you leave us for to Jay Feely who also was a kicker? Yeah, but he had a much better career than I did. Well, he played in the NFL for a long time. Right. Yes. Yeah. You had a cup of coffee, but right. nonetheless, a cup of coffee. No, he, Jay's got a pretty good deal. Could you do? He? You could be like college. Fo- you why aren't you like the ACC Jay Feely? That's a good question. Why yeah. am I not? You're maybe? in the. You're in the. Um, Doesn't ESPN own the ACC network? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe because I'm like in my early 50s and I'm like this, you know, middle-aged white guy now, and so what? I'm not hot anymore. None of that you know? helps. But yeah. Yeah. No, it's all working against you. Yeah. But so you could tell that about but Jay how did, Feely. But there are yeah. very few. But he had a very good career. As very a player. few kickers become analysts. Right. Only Jay Feely. Yeah. Jay Feely was the only. Summerall Pat Pat, was a kicker. Oh, Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall. Yeah. And but, then uh, Pat McAfee's got a big empire. Jay, no, no, he was yeah. a punter. But Jay Feely, because he played for the Giants and because he was in New York, yeah. and because he was Tom Brady's roommate in college, yeah. you know, he's got all of those things that a CBS. Well, and he's like. very well put together. Unlike you. What do you mean by that? Like just his presentation. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think I'm well put together? Eh. Really? Yeah. Mace, what do you think? I think you're spectacular. Right. Thank you. Well, today, because he's wearing the same shirt you are. Yeah, exactly. Right. exactly. I think it's a struggle. Really? <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that, because last night, Steve Mason, and you, George, referred to Steve as a banker. He did look were, like a banker. Because you were wearing like did a suit. Did you see him, John, yesterday? I didn't. Yeah, I never saw you last suit. night. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like a banker. Suit, yeah. shirt. No tie, looking like he's at a banking conference. I know. Yes. I, I felt like you were going to ask me if I wanted to get like a, a home loan or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I would have happily. I could use a, a home loan. For you. Can you yeah. swing that you for me? You want to do yeah. a refi? Yeah, exactly. Cash out refi? No, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I can get you five point eight percent right what now. What about wow. five point eight? Yeah, <laughs> I, I can get like three. No, yeah. you can't. No, you can't. Not, not today. No, you cannot. Where you been? Five point eight is pretty good. Did you not know that interest rates have risen dramatically? No, I'm glad we got our loan when we did. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, So, so Mace is dressed up last night and he's and he's got his hair like slicked back i know he looked good and looking sharp and i swear to you like we've been hanging out for hours by now and then for some reason i turned around and when i came back i saw him and i'm like who the hell is that guy like you just looked so different than normal everyday you you. glasses on too i did i wore my glasses oh my god his glasses no he tried my glasses dude george i swear to you i'm standing there in the 710 suite i'm looking at the scoreboard it's kind of blurry yeah you know mace is wearing his glasses let me check those out i put them on crystal Clarity, yeah, perfect. So, in other words, you need glasses. So, I'm Bad. not an expert, but I do think that they would probably help you, dude. I don't know if those <laughs> things are. I don't know if those are hardcore prescription right, so or what. Are you guys ready for this commercial-free extravaganza? Yeah, sure. We got a lot of guests. 
Do you? Who do you got coming up? We got uh, Mark Jackson. We've yeah. got, uh, who's obviously called a lot of bronze sure. finals, coached against him. We've got uh, Richard Jefferson, Kendrick Perkins, Brian Winhorst. I don't and wanna... maybe a, a surprise appearance by Charles Barkley if he gets back to me. Oh, wow. Because he wanna... got back to me the other day, but today has been AWOL. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. want to blow it for everybody, <laughs> yeah. though. But I will just say this. I'm a, I'm taking over all these interviews. Oh, you are. Yeah. I'm going to dominate wait. all yeah. these interviews. Yeah. I'm going nice. to let him drive today. I don't feel well, so I'm going to let him drive I'm going to dominate Chris all these Chris is not going to be happy about that. But. Yeah, so you're taking over, huh? Dominating these interviews. Yeah, well, George's got other stuff. He's driving the show today. I, I don't feel well, so he's going to drive the show today. Me? No, um, no, no, no. Cappy. We got to have like Laura, Lindsay, and me do it versus Cappy. All right. Because he'll just, he does 14 second aimless. Oh, just out segways. Oh. Segways. Yeah, non sequiturs. Non uh, yeah, More just, cap, the better. Yeah. yeah. You tell them, Ireland. <laughs> Big cap fans. Right. At Big cap 4 fan. 12 p.m., we are at 22,500 seconds of non stop wow. commercial free mega sports. Who, who, who's talk coming today? up after us? The Cam Brothers. The Cam Brothers, nice. yeah. By the way, uh, Supercross Talk brought to you by our friends at uh, Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill Coors all Light. season long. That's yeah, Coors, Coors Light. Light. Coors what did Light. I say? I just want to say Coors Light. Coors yeah. Light. Not Coors. By the way, John, yeah, I'm very, yeah. I was very thrilled that you went uh, Prince in your call yesterday. Yeah, I got lucky. I heard that earlier in the week, and I went, you know, if LeBron does this on a jump, perfect. It's yeah. like the all yeah. hail the new king in town. Yeah. yeah. And Chris and Mario made me look really good. That was that was good. I didn't know that was Prince. Yeah, really? Mm -hmm. we can get the Batman the, movie. Did you, hear Batman the, movie. did you hear the promo? Well, I heard, what, I heard the call. Right, Chris, play the promo. Why don't we play it now? Sedano and Cap in just a moment.